You're listening to the Unplugged Goddess Podcast, a podcast where we can unplug and talk about real life shit. My name is Kelsey, and I'm here to inspire you to love yourself and find your worth. Join me every Wednesday to unplug and talk about all things self-love, empowerment, dating, and so much more. Get ready for raw conversations meant to inspire you and help you tap into your highest self. So, are you ready to love yourself, goddess? Hello, goddesses. Welcome back to another episode of the Unplugged Goddess podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Burchett, and I'm actually really excited for today's episode. And before we get into it, I just want to touch really quick on the power of a positive mindset. So, I am actually pre-recording this, so it's available to you guys because I have my sister coming into town, and I was just really not in like the energy for it. I just didn't want to film it. Netflix was calling my name, (laughs) et cetera, et cetera, and I was just like, you know what? No, like I need to get excited. I need to record this. I need to have good energy. And so I flipped my mindset and I made myself a nice coffee. And I was like, oh, I have a lot of stuff to actually bring to this topic today. So I just wanted to say your mindset is everything and you have the power to switch it at any given moment. You don't need a new day. I know sometimes we need, we do need a new day. You know, sometimes you just have those days and you're just like, okay, try again tomorrow. But when little things start to happen and your day just isn't going the way that you want it to go and you want to be, you know, like in a better mindset, positive mood, I really recommend just take a second to meditate. Take a second to maybe even journal like why you're having a bad day and what you can do to switch it around and see if that works for you. So anyways, on to today's topic. So we are going to be discussing how to love again after heartbreak. I personally know from experience how hard this can be. And I remember having to just battle and go through so many emotions when I started to date again And really, like, I had to rewire, retrain my brain into wanting to date again. And it takes a long time. And it's not an easy thing to do, especially after you've had your heart broken. And I just want to say, first and foremost, if you are trying to love again, and it's only been like a few months I would I would say to please give yourself more time because you need to focus on loving yourself first. And that's what I realized when I went through a bad breakup that I just didn't have that love for myself in that relationship. And I have a whole podcast topic on this um all about my self-love journey. So if you're interested, I will leave that down below and you can learn more all about that. But I remember I just could not get myself to think about dating. I don't know, a year passed, then another year passed, and then I'm like, okay, I think I can finally date again. But this is what I'm saying, and I'm not 
don't go off of my timeline. You don't have to have two years, but I just had like so much love for myself. I built myself back up after that relationship and I just was not like, I was like, I don't need no man. I don't need no man. And I think my mindset too was like, I just didn't, all of the work, all of the self-love, all of the work that I had put into myself. One of the things that I was really scared of was losing myself again in, in another relationship. The thing I think that took me a lot longer was that thought, was the thought of, okay, I did so much work into myself. I love myself so much. I love my own company. I don't want to give this up. And and it was just really, it was really scary. And I wish I could give you guys like the perfect answer and how to, you know, really open your heart back up again to love and to not be afraid. But Again, this just takes a lot of self-love within yourself, but I do have some tips that really helped me to let go and open up to the idea of love again. So that is what I want to share with you guys today. But again, I really recommend spending time by yourself, just figuring out yourself, figuring out you. What do you like to do in your spare time? What do you, what qualities are you looking for in a partner and really enjoy that time alone? Because I know society like likes to shove down our throat that we like need a boyfriend. We need someone to like complete us and we're not complete without someone. And that's all bullshit. You can be happy when you're single. And I know people try to act like you can't, but you can, I promise you. Okay, so moving on to the things that helped me start to love again, open my heart back up after being completely heartbroken because I know the feeling, I know how scary and anxiety-ridden the thought of that is. (laughs) So first and foremost, my advice is to let go of expectations. So do your best to let go of any expectations that you may have for a potential partner. And what I mean by this is to not expect anything to happen from the date, to not expect, you know, the date to go super well or the date to go super bad or what's going to happen after the date. And I know that this can be difficult, but let go of what exactly you expect love to look like, especially when you know that love in the past has hurt you. So, you know, it's just like we cannot control the weather, right? So we can't expect a certain love or a certain partner to be a specific way or for a date to go a specific way. That will literally, that is going to drive you crazy if you are going into a date expecting something. Because we as girls, I feel like, and it's so hard to not do this, right? We're just like, I don't know, we're just like this, right? We meet a guy and maybe the first date goes good. And we are thinking like so long term, like we are like, okay, this is what Thanksgiving's going to look like. He's going to come over to my house for Christmas. Like we literally hurt ourselves 
with our own expectations of someone or how, you know, the next date's going to go and this date's going to go. We literally, what is the quote? I posted this quote the other day. Uh, it said, who hurt you? My own expectations. That literally speaks so much truth because the amount of people, the amount of girls that I talk to, it's always right. It's always their own expectations that weren't met. So they are upset (laughs) and it's hard, right? We're human. This happens. But once you start to be aware, if you start to, you know, expect something, you can actually take a step back and be like, okay, no, I need to go into this with an open mind. It's once we become aware and trying to practice the art of letting go of expectations. And I also want to say that too for, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I really hate the term like, what's your type? My type is someone who's going to respect me and be nice to me. Like, I don't care what color hair they have, what color eyes they have. Like, your Mr. Right isn't a certain height. He doesn't drive a certain car. He doesn't have these certain personality traits to a certain extent. Be open to the possibilities. Of course, have standards, you know, but standards are completely different. Standards are nothing to do with the qualities in a guy. Standards are respect, you know, treating me right, trust, communication, all of these different things. And so that's why I seriously hate the term, what's your type? Because that's just putting someone in a box. If you were to ask me who my type was when I was dating terrible men, I mean, it was it was just assholes. <laughs> It was anyone that would give me attention, right? Because I didn't have that self-love for myself. I didn't have that love for myself. I didn't have standards. I didn't respect my boundaries. I didn't respect myself. And so when you asked what my type was, I don't know. It was probably like literally the most like, quote, hottest guy you could find out there that just had the grossest personality. That was my type, I guess. (laughs) And I don't know, that was that was just a little tangent there. But I just don't like when people are like, what's your type? Because I'm like, uh, someone who's going to respect me and treat me the way that I deserve to be treated. I don't know. <laughs> so all I'm saying is to be open to the possibilities, to not just put who you think you should date and what you think that they should look like. So... I just want to share that with you guys because I know there's probably some people in the same boat that have maybe gone through this or are still going through this and just know that you're human. It's fine. We learn, we grow, and we figure out our standards rather than, you know, a type of what someone should look like. Okay. Anyways, moving on to the next piece of advice. So number two is to let go of comparing yourself to everyone. This was a huge one for me when I got back into the dating world because one thing that I've learned, and I think a lot of people are now learning and becoming more aware of this, but it's that social media likes to make everyone think that they have it all together along with perfect relationships. And that is never the case. 
Many relationships look good on the outside and they look cute on Instagram, but it's the inside that counts. There are no perfect relationships. Just because you see someone posting with their boyfriend and you're like, oh, they look so happy. I used to be someone who did that and who, you know, posted of my ex and had, you know, these pictures and everyone thought we were this perfect relationship and so happy. And that was not the case at all. Like literally, that was not the case. So let go of comparing yourself to a picture that you see on Instagram of a couple because we are all on our own journey and we're all just trying to understand how to love a little better. And so instead, especially if you're single and, you know, longing for a relationship, know that you are okay on your own and that your day is going to come for you to find love. And I know it can be tricky when you do see all the relationship couple posts and they're cute and people hanging out with their boyfriend and you're just like, I just want that. But I promise you that there's so much growth and there's so much, there's so many things that are amazing too about being single. And so be grateful for that while you are single. Rather than getting upset and being mad, just change your mindset to knowing that your Mr. Right is on their way to you. They're coming. They're just, it's not the right time or you just haven't, you just haven't met them yet. You guys know that song? The I Haven't Met You Yet by Michael Buble. I used to play that song all the time. (laughs) That used to be my jam. Okay, so just don't compare. Don't compare yourself to anyone. That goes for anything on social media, honestly. And I try to always, you know, keep it real with you guys and let you see sides of me that are vulnerable and showing you that I am not perfect because I know that I just used to struggle with that so much. So it's really important for me to really break that stigma and to just try to inspire others to not compare, right? Okay. Number three is to let go of resistance. So although love can be painful and heartbreaking, be willing to open your heart anyway. One thing that really helped me, and I remember I was still a little bit in this mindset when I first started dating my boyfriend of like, oh my gosh, I'm scared because I really like him and what's going to happen if he just turns out like the other guys and he leaves me and, you know, like what am I going to do if we break up? This was my mindset when we like dated, I don't know, maybe like three months into our relationship. I still had that little bit of fear. And one thing that really helped me is have that realization of like, okay, I was okay before this relationship by myself. So I will be okay if this does end. And that was just a really good mindset for me to have because again, that took me back to my self-love. That took me back to me, the love for myself and knowing that, okay, I don't want this to end, but if it were to end, I am okay on my own. And another thing is that we are so reluctant 
to let anyone get too close to us for the fear of being hurt again, right? And let me just tell you guys that all men are not bad. And I used to have that mindset. I used to have the mindset that all men were bad. And so each date I would go on, I went in with a completely wrong mindset of thinking like, oh, wow, like they're too nice. Like this is weird. Or like, oh, they're probably just going to like not talk to me at the end of this date. And it took me a while when I first started dating to get out of that mindset because I realized like, oh, wait. And I met a lot of great guys when I was dating. They just, you know, we didn't click on that level, but I met a lot of gentlemen guys and that really helped. So, and I know it can be hard and tricky uh, depending on what you're going into dating, whether that be you want to meet organically or you want to meet on dating apps. I was personally on dating apps because, I mean, let's be real. It's 2020. That's like organically now. (laughs) But it was going out on these dates and seeing like how sweet some of them were. And that really helped change my mindset of like, wow, okay, actually all men are not terrible. I was just meeting terrible men. And so once you change your mindset and I started going into dates with an open mind and giving people a fair chance. And that's when it started to be fun. Because before, I was just so anxiety-ridden. I was thinking, oh, they're not going to talk to me afterwards, or this is going to happen, or it's just going to be terrible. They're going to be an asshole. And once I started flipping my mindset into having an open mind to being open to whatever happens on the date, you know, not expecting, again, this goes back to no expectation. So, not expecting what's going to happen after date one and not expecting what even is going to be, you know, come of the date, you know, and really just having that mindset of like, maybe it'll work out and maybe it won't. But at least, you know, you're getting to meet other nice people out there and you're getting to connect with different people. And I know all too well to just want to think that every guy is out to get you, but I promise you, There are some gentlemen out there and you will meet them on dating apps or wherever you plan to meet and you just have to open your heart to it. Number four is to let go of pain. And this is the part that is so crucial to not start dating until you have that solid foundation of self-love until you start dating yourself because you cannot let go of your past pain by resisting it or trying to think your way out of it, right? In order to move on fully, you have to really embrace that pain. And this is the thing that I see way too often that a lot of women will do is instead of dealing with heartbreak, instead of dealing with all the emotions that come with it, they just immediately go into another relationship to mask that pain. And what is that doing for you? Because that's really just putting all those emotions down. You are not loving yourself because you 
you don't have the time to be alone, to like have moments to yourself because you're just jumping into another relationship. And so embracing the pain means, you know, really experiencing the loss, the sadness, the grief, because it's difficult, right? You, But you have to allow these past experiences to shape you and to realize and move these things forward. And that's why personally, I didn't start doing anything until two years after my breakup, you guys. Two full years of being single, which... And that is why I always tell people to date yourself first, because we can get into that mindset of thinking that, oh, only a guy can treat me to dinner. Only a guy can buy me flowers. Only a guy can do this for me. Start doing those things for yourself. You can do those things for yourself. You can go out to dinner. You can buy yourself flowers. I buy myself flowers still to this day. And I'm in a relationship because I just like to buy myself flowers. It's a form of self-care for me to go to the grocery store when I'm getting food and to buy myself flowers as well. So another great way to really release all this pain is to journal about it. And don't judge yourself for what you are going through. And give yourself a lot of compassion for how difficult it is, but for finding that strength to deal with the pain. The people that are willing to sit through the pain, to sit through the hurt, to really allow their minds to process what has happened and to process how they're feeling are the strongest people out there. So just give, be proud of yourself if you are doing this, be proud. Don't, you know, beat yourself up over how emotional you may get or, you know, all of these things. Just be damn proud of yourself because it's not easy. If it's easy, then a lot of people would be going through all those emotions, would be going through, you know, how to love again and fighting themselves again. But it's not easy, right? And that's why a lot of people don't want to go on a self-love journey or to they just want to jump back in to a relationship because that masks the pain and that fulfills them for a little bit. And I'm not trying to diss anyone, okay? This is just my honest thoughts, my honest opinions. Okay, the last tip for you guys is to let go of resentment. Trusting oneself is one of the most important things that we can acquire in this life. We cannot trust others deeply until we trust ourselves deeply, right? And part of the fear of starting a new relationship is that we will repeat the same situation. I had that thought for a long time of thinking that I was going to lose myself in a new relationship, thinking that you know, it was just going to end badly. I was going to have to go through a heartbreak again. But you cannot allow your past wounds to turn you into a person that you are not. And you cannot allow your past to determine your new relationship. One of the best ways 
that I found to begin to let go of resentment is through being more grateful. So getting to a place where you can feel grateful for your ex and the relationship that you shared. And this takes a lot of time and extreme willingness, but also you start living a life that you're grateful for today without your ex. So notice the big and the small things that are blessings in your life. Because thinking of those past moments, you can really start to think of like, wow, I'm so grateful that didn't work out because I know now how much I am worthy of. I know now that I deserve this. I know now that I don't deserve to be treated that way. And so it's realizing these things and being like, okay, finding the life lesson out of it, because I always say breakups are a blessing in disguise, even though it takes a while to get to that point. I'm not saying this happens overnight. This does not happen the day after your breakup. But but making sure that you have that sense of like gratefulness before you get into a new relationship. One thing that is super helpful to start having, you know, more gratefulness is to make a small list of gratitude. So as you, you know, start your day, you can list off things that you're grateful for. And same thing when you end your day, you know, what happened in your day that you're really grateful for and having gratitude for those things. So goddesses, I hope these tips have maybe helped you or inspired you to start that journey to loving again. And I know that it is not an easy task, right? But love is such a beautiful thing. And being vulnerable is a beautiful thing. And don't be scared of being in a new relationship and having to admit that you are broken or in that you have been hurt in the past. Like, be vulnerable, open up to those things. I think that's one of the most beautiful things when me and Alex first started dating is we both really opened up about our past relationship and it really set the tone for our relationship because we, you know, we didn't want any of those things in our relationship now, right? We didn't want things that had happened in the past to really determine and set our relationship for today. So, just be open to that, be vulnerable. And, you know, just know that God really has it under control or whatever you may believe in. Just know that I truly believe in that, that, you know, the universe, God, whatever resonates best with you has it all under control and the right person is on their way to you. So just remember to always be with someone who can add to your happiness. I love to say that because truly don't rely on someone for your happiness ever, but someone who can add to your happiness. Never settle, never stop believing in love, but above all else, learn to love yourself first and the rest will follow. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let me know. Reach out to me if this has helped you in any way. I would love to hear from you. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.